All right, guys, very welcome back to the show. I've got two special guests on the show today. Two men that are in the middle of the middle of the Irish wrestling boom at the moment. It's Fabio and Limo. Guys, how are you? Ah, uh, solid. Absolutely solid. How are you, Limo? Unbelievable, bro. Happy uh, to be here. Thanks for having us, bro. It's a pleasure, yeah. Pleasure. Honestly. Guys, a lot of a lot of people that will watch this will associate you two working together on NLW shows, but we're gonna kind of focus on the two of you as individuals and then we're gonna wrap it up at the end and we're gonna talk about NLW. So like I'll throw the question out to the two of you. How did you end up in this wrestling world? Uh... Mental. Honestly, it's a mental story between the both of us, but uh I'll let Fabio start if you want, you know. Uh very, very cliche answer for me uh like i just loved it when i was a kid and always wanted to be a wrestler never changed throughout the years and once i started realizing like i oh, you have to train for it, i just kept looking for like uh wrestling schools near me and stuff like that and until i was old enough i was just doing other sports just waiting until i could go wrestling training um so yeah like nothing exciting or mental for me anyway but yeah it's pretty much it Yourself, Limo. Oh, to be honest, like I just grew up a big fan. Like all the boys around me area are watching it, you know. And uh, I just, I just thought one day, you know what? Why not? Because I, I loved it, you know. And uh, it just so happened that, like, literally two blocks away from me, Paddy Morrow, you know, Paddy M. Yeah. He was like, "Why don't you come down?" Because like I was taking heads around the streets, and I got a bit of reputation going. So I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna go over it and try." And uh, I went down one day, and I'm not gonna lie, it was a big shock. But uh, it took me a while to start like really getting it. But like it's all taken off now. 2023, the sky's the limit, and couldn't be happier. So did did, did Paddy train both of you guys? He has trained both of us. Yeah, um, he was obviously I knew him before getting in, and uh, he helped me, but. Uh, Joe Cabrera's big hand and both of her, you know, you know, I put him down as my main trainer. Um, between Joe Cabrera, Jordan Devlin, we both trained with both. Uh, Session Mark Martina. Now there's a lot of names there. Paul Tracy even trained us as well. So yeah, a few names. Yeah, there's a yeah. Like I, I'd actually have to give a hand to a lot of people who helped. Yeah. Uh, who helped me? Um, kind of only. Like recently enough, like kind of post COVID, uh, I've had the pleasure of calling the likes of Paddy Morrow, Joe Bray, uh, my trainers. But beforehand, like in the early days, like it'd be Phil Boyd, LJ Cleary, Katie Harvey, and Michael May for me. Yeah, that's the key though to have a couple of a couple of people that like you know different things and like LJ helped me a lot as well. I have to give a shout out to him. Uh, like the technical aspect of wrestling, he's the top, the top of that, you know. So, yeah, definitely wish him the best in Japan as well. Looks like he's doing 100%. good stuff there already. Okay, so like in 2023, then we'll start with you, Fabio. What was your kind of year in review like this year? Uh, this year has been great. Uh, started off the year. With two titles on each, like one on each shoulder, NLW tag title with Lemo and the Irish Junior Heavyweight title. Now, obviously, throughout the year, uh, we did end up losing them, but it's looking like 
the year is going to end the exact way I started. With, at the moment, I have the Rebel X Division champion from RCW. And me and Limo are obviously going to retain our NLW tag title. So, uh, yeah, this year has been great. I've got to travel a lot, um, wrestle a lot of good names, train with a lot of good names too. Um, likes of Brian Kendrick and Chavo Guerrero had the pleasure to be in a seminar with them. Um, got to debut for a lot of new promotions like SAJ, Lucha Libre Barcelona, White Wolf in Madrid, CPW in Glasgow last week. So, yeah, this year has been great. Uh, just onwards and upwards in 2024. Mm-hmm. Name up. Yeah, no. Just as uh, Fabio was saying, we started the year off flying with the tag belt. And um, obviously, as you're saying, we need to get them back December, uh, December 23rd in NLW. Uh, but personally, on myself, I'd have to say 2023 has been my favourite year so far. Like, um, I started off like great with the 2023. Uh, like, it was February when we won the belt, or was it January? January? January. January. Yeah, like we started off hot. And then me personally, obviously, as a solos, I feel like the past six months have been the best six months of my career. And like topped it off last month with like an incredible like stadium match. The uh, starting picking up wins now regularly in OTT. Like I feel like I'm really starting to build momentum. And uh, yeah, I couldn't be happier going into 2024. We just need to cap it off with that tag title win. And I feel like we're set up then for a, a massive 2024 between the both of us. Yeah. Talk to me about the stadium show. Obviously, you were kind of unannounced on the day. And how did that yeah. kind of come? Yeah, and I was, it was surreal to be honest. Like I, I, I called and heard like a few whispers two weeks before. I was kind of like I was on every show before that for the past six months, and I felt like I built up a lot of solid momentum going into it. So I was like, I felt like it was deserved. And when I got the when I got told I was going to be thrown into the five way, like I was thinking, hmm, this is going to be a big step up. But then I was like, this is that you know, this is the opportunities you need to take. And I feel like I did step up in front of a big crowd, National Stadium, and I was held my own with some of the top names like in Europe. So couldn't have been happier, to be honest. Yeah. How come you weren't on that show, Fabio? You're nowhere to be seen that day. Ah, uh, the disguise filled. Holy <laughs> I actually can't believe no one copped it. We literally wore the same gear. These are all Muppets. Oh, I was on that show. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any idea it was him, Limo? To be honest, I was keeping on the down low. I didn't want to spoil it. But, you know, I was in on the joke, but I didn't want to tell anyone, like, too, you know. We weren't. Oh. We weren't. We wouldn't rat on ourselves, man, hardly. We had about. No, no did. one knew that, really. No one, no one would have known. Like, how would you know? He the boss. The boss himself, we felt. Exactly. <laughs> say snapping. Mm. I have to welcome you back with open arms then. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> there was one one question I I got earlier from Tommy Flynn. Tommy goes to a lot of the shows. I'm sure you guys know you guys know him as well. Ah, but, yeah, um, we know Tommy. Yeah. He yeah. was wondering, would there be any chance of seeing the NLW combination of you two guys elsewhere in the future, do you think? Well, would you believe it? It actually has happened. Uh, yeah. we took part in Dublin Fringe Fest this year back in September and, uh, 
Clash at the Clash at the Keys was the name of the show, and uh, the Fresh Bros made an appearance there. And uh, wild crowds, great night. Uh, we even picked up a W, and that's the yeah. most important thing. Um, I think we both have the same mentality of whoever wants the Fresh Bros can have them. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, maybe in twenty twenty four. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I think be- you know, it's a it's a possibility down the line. You never know. Never say never. At the minute, we're doing our own thing in OTT, but as far as other promotions, if people want the Fresh Bros, they just have to hit them up. And as you know, we're always active, so we're willing to do it. Just the opportunities need to come. Hit up the Borner phone, the main phone, doesn't matter. We're yeah. we'll back to you, no matter. Yeah. Talk to me about that event, actually, the Clash at the Keys. I, I, that wasn't something that I was aware that was going on, and then I seen kind of clips afterwards. Like, What kind of event was that, or who, who ran that event? Um, so it was uh, it was an artist, like a musician uh, named Kareem, who was yeah. organising it. He's a huge wrestling fan, uh, had been to a couple of OTT shows, and his friends were actually Big Rob from Fight Factory. Yeah. So that's kind of how he got the end, and he wanted to do an event that combined uh, wrestling and music. Um, before actually being a part of it, I didn't really know what like how he was going to do that but it was just a gig that had a wrestling match a couple of sets another wrestling match and then like the second half of the show and it was a great night everyone seemed to enjoy themselves even us um yeah it was a great night and you know hopefully we have our fingers crossed that it's going to be a yearly thing with the dublin fringe fest uh because it was an amazing show to be a part of yeah yeah um what do you think is it at the moment guys we see like the amount of talent that's coming from this country and appearing on massive television shows such as wwe do you put that down to as you alluded to earlier the trainers on the island Uh, definitely yeah it's a it's an evolutionary thing of like you know i heard that it all started when finn balor went to japan and then brought back everything he uh brought back everything he learned and then he'd go to the UK and bring back everything he learned. And it's just kind of like expanded from there. We have so many people traveling and wrestling so often that is, I just think it's like just a combination of really good minds mm-hmm. um, at like at all levels in, in the country at the moment. So yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's just Irish wrestling is booming at the minute. And it's great. I've thought about it a lot personally. I feel like it's just the fact that we're such a small island. We have everything in the one place in Dublin. Like, whereas in England, like you need to go to a couple of places. You take from Manchester, London, uh, Liverpool, different spots. You know, it's all different. Where over here, we're all one big community kind of. We welcome everyone from Ireland, and it's a, a short travel. We've had the the privilege to be trained under like the likes of. People who have gone to Japan, uh, obviously Jordan Devlin, who he only left uh, last year. He passed down a lot of his knowledge from the Performance Center. You have Joe Cabray went over to the Performance Center. He's passed down all his knowledge. And uh, it's just a mix. We have kind of like a mix of all styles. I feel like that's what's making Ireland, the Irish talent so elevated is because we have everything down kind of like Lucha, the movement, selling. It's all there to be learned. And I feel like it's just a big hotspot the minute to come and just learn. That's why you see so many people from Italy, 
France, Portugal, all over Europe, they want to come train with OTT because we really do have the best training. Yeah. And I think, like, you talk to everyone's one big family. I think back in the day, a long time ago, it, it seemed to be like organizations, different wrestling promotions didn't really get along. But now it seems that everyone is kind of open to working with everyone, which is a big help for you guys as well. It doesn't put you under any pressure if you appear on X, Y, and Z show. Yeah, like, I I can honestly say, like, I've never faced anything like that. Um, yeah. No, I, I just enjoy wrestling. If two people didn't like each other, I'd just get over it because I want to do the wrestling and I want to wrestle where I want to wrestle because I feel it'll benefit me. So yeah, I think I think that was well well before our time that yeah um, any of that carry on was happening, but it hasn't affected me and I don't know it. I don't know anything about it really. So no, it's a, it's a positive thing, like you know, because people can just do what they need to do, and as you say, that's wrestle. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So who can you see then making it over to the States apart from yourselves? Like who who's on top of your list that you think they've got it? Or is there just too many people? Well, I was gonna say us, but now yeah. we now we have to be stumped. <laughs> um I think LJ Cleary is at the top of that list. Uh and another good friend of mine, Martin Steers, I think like barring ourselves, like they're like the the first two people that come to my mind anyway. Um but that's not just limited to them two either. There's I I think you could go on for a good while of like yeah. who has a lot of potential really. There's a lot of unique people coming over to Ireland at the minute. Like it's not just Irish people that can make like for example like Lorenzo, he's Italian. Yeah, he's yeah, actually. Right, yeah, gonna, yeah, Renzo Renzo is up there as well, hundred percent. I'd say I'd say Omari is a genetic freak. I think he's as good as anyone you see on T V these days. He's genuinely one of the best I've seen. Um, obviously, you have the likes of Scotty Davis, like everyone who's at the top of OTT, in my opinion, has a chance. The likes of Jay, like for me, B Kill is the greatest comedy wrestler in the whole world at the minute. I don't understand, like, he could easily go place. He just needs to, he just needs to be seen. That's the thing. He wrestles only in Ireland, so like, everyone I feel like in OTT is just a very high standard, and all it takes is just it's a, it's a game of opinions. If someone likes someone. And they get signed. I would not be surprised anyone at top of OTT at the minute. Yeah, is there anywhere on your bucket list apart from the obvious where you'd like to wrestle? Mm. That's a good question. Uh, I'd say there's Rev Pro for me. Um, you know that like outside of OTT, you know that's probably the biggest mm. in Europe. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know everyone in Ireland has the mentality of wanting to be on OTT because it's the biggest. I think outside of Ireland, that's that's where everyone should want to be too. Um, I could honestly go on for ages about different promotions, but if I had to limit it to just one, it'd be it'd be Revfro. Yeah. What about you? Leon? I just love to get out and uh, outside of Europe somewhere. You know, like uh, obviously America is the big one, um, but even somewhere like it'd just be great to visit, like Australia. If you could wrestle in Australia, like that'd be sick. For me, like a lot of family over there, and yeah, the goal is to really get outside of Europe. Yeah, yeah, maybe WrestleMania weekend sometime as well. It's a good time for people to cross over. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it is. Me and LJ won tag belts the last time we were there. For, uh, did you do it, Mark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did uh, wrestling, pro wrestling. Uh, me and LJ 
uh, won the WPW tag titles and then got stripped of them straight away. <laughs> where was that? That was in LA. Um, I don't know where in LA. I know that's a big place, but yeah, <laughs> it was in LA somewhere. <laughs> We're going to talk about MLW now. Big show coming up December 23rd. You guys need to get those tag team titles back. Um, is that that's obviously the plan, but um, it's going to be tough against Sweet and Sour. Yeah, yeah, like it is. It is tough. Obviously, it's a tough task ahead of us. Uh, I think we'd be naive to not think that, um, because they clearly have um, hit our number before. Whether it was true cheating or not, that doesn't matter. They they got our number that time. Uh, we just need to be sharper and make sure that doesn't happen again. Because the Fresh Bros are always active. And December 23rd, those tag belts are coming back to the Fresh Bros. Fact. It would be a great way to, uh, you know, send it off in the Christmas and the New Year. You know, like, we're not going to hold our hands up and say, oh, this happened or whatever. We got cheated out of the belts. No, we're going to take it on. We're going to see this December 23rd who's the real NLW tag, tag team champions. So, it's going to be the watch. I had your, your boss, Jamie, on a couple of months back. Well, it's about six months ago oh, now. Yeah. And I told him that you guys are the most over guys there and you get the loudest pop, and he agreed with me. <laughs> what can I say? Everywhere we go. We're not, we're, we're not going to refute that, you know what I mean? Like, we, we, uh, we pumped out the first few uh, Fresh Bros t-shirts at the last, uh, the last show, and they flew out. So Snarled out like that. And, yeah. you know, obviously... Always appreciate the support, but we're not surprised. You know, we love NLW. NLW love us. You know, it's a it's a mutual relationship, and it's great. And to have you both like here, and you're both obviously team together in NLW. For people that haven't been to an NLW show, like, uh, how would you describe it to them? Uh, I would describe it as fully letting yourself be a kid again and watch wrestling. You know, like fully just suspend. Uh, suspend your belief and uh, you know just enjoy the atmosphere always great atmosphere like everyone there fully takes part and like they're always loud there's never been a bad crowd down in Nice um, yeah it's and it's fun for all the family so yeah I had the impression before I went that it was kind of going to be like a really kids oriented show but it isn't at all it's like a, it's a serious show Obviously, it has entertainment value for the kids there as well. But the one thing I like about NLW is that it's continued storyline. So all the shows build into each other, which I really like. Yeah, I think it's good um, that it has that. And it has that edge that other places might not have because they've NLW has established itself to have a to have a regular fan base now, which is a luxury that not a lot of wrestling promotions have. You know, yeah. um, even with different over 18 shows and stuff, you know, like it's a, it's a night out for a lot of over 18 shows, you know, it's, it's pre drinks and, um, the shows are always good. And, uh, that's not what I'm trying to, I'm not trying to, um, say that's not, but it's not, a it's not someone who's regularly like following the likes of ourselves or, you know, they're coming to the wrestling and, you know, having a few drinks and they have a good night. Um, whereas, you know, NLW, they're established now in Nice and they have people coming back every time, so which, which is good. Yeah, I brought my dad last time and he's never been to a wrestling show before and I said to him afterwards, well, what did you think of that? And he was like, 
God, he said, it's it's amazing how they put it all together. That's what he said. He was really appreciative of the show leaving, and he's open to coming back again. So ne- next time, next time, my mother-in-law is coming and my sister-in-law. So they're going to get it. Ah, they're going to be there in the front row to see you guys hold the belts. I don't see it, yeah. Hold oh. the belts. We'll have to get a big picture together, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Who the two kiddos will be looking for a picture again. But um, in terms of plans for 2024, then, um, we kind of alluded to, it, I suppose, some of the questions earlier, but what would you like to achieve going into next year? Uh, there's a few promotions that I would love to debut for. Um, I want to wrestle in America again, um, which will probably happen, thankfully. Um, and I want to keep the NLW tag titles for the whole year. That's what I want to do. I also want to add more belts to the collection because they just they look great around the house. So <laughs> yeah, that's that's the plans for 2024. On, uh, yeah, I'm in agreement with uh, Fabio. I think a, a year-long reign with the NLW uh, tag titles would be fantastic. Yeah. And uh, for myself individually going forward, you know, I just want to get as high as I can in Ireland. You know, like uh, I feel like I'm climbing the ladder now on OTT. There's a big uh, big rumble coming up uh, January 24th, I think. Yeah. Um, I'll be 100% trying to win that. Go on to Scrapper Mania is a big thing. I want to go and... Uh, Start challenging, start, you know, putting up names, putting up numbers, you know, putting up wins and uh, see where the year takes me. Uh, there's a lot of things coming up and uh, a lot of things to look forward to. I feel like 2024, as I said, for both of us is going to be our biggest years, both individually and together. So there's a lot to look forward to. I'm excited. Yeah. And guys, just for people then that want to follow you on social media and just give, I know you guys have merchandise and stuff that you sell online as well as on the shows. If you want to just kind of plug them there, I will put them underneath this video if people are looking. Uh, well, I'm most active on Instagram, fresh underscore Fabio. And that's the social media platform I use the most. So that would be the one I'd recommend to go and follow. Yeah, Instagram, we're always active as well. You know, just Lemo, three underscores. You can't find me. Just look up Liam, a wrestler. I'm sure I'll come up somewhere on the on the internet. But yeah, right before before we before we put off, then I'm going to take myself off the screen, and you're going to send a message to Sweet and Sour ahead of December twenty third. Oh, all right, okay. So Sweet and Sour is it? The boys bet us for the tag titles, and they have a team named after a sauce. Liam, what do you think about that? Because that's melting my head. It's been wrecking my head all year, bro. Honestly, on December 23rd at the Christmas Bash, there's only one thing happening. New NLW Tag Team Champions. Yeah. The Fresh Bros, Fabio and Lemo. We'll see you there, bro. Thanks a lot for your time today, boys. Really appreciate it. Oh, pleasure, bro. Thanks for having us. Pleasure. I'll see you in December.